Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. It was already dead. Boom! Extra dead. You're an idiot. Zabak, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing over there? All right. You sure? I'm fine. Oh, man, she's out of it, man. This is bad, man. She was dumb to begin with. Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. So once again, she just, she stand, she's floating there and she goes, I smell curses. Oh, hi. Hello. Mercer writes on paper, holds it up. What's it say? It says, uh, you only get six seconds to write this, so you got to keep it real short and simple. (laughs) How do you eat curses? She goes, it's from years of research and study. I can lay my hands on them and I drink the darkness of the curse out of the item. He writes on it again. What if it's a person? Curse is a curse. No. As her eyes change color for a minute and then change back and she goes, you be quiet. Mercer writes, what was that? Esther leaves the room. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> it's the exorcist all over again. Yeah, no. Right, so I've, I've never like, been nope, able to bye, eat pea see soup. Ya. I'm out. Sorry. <coughs> that no. sounded way creepier when I did it, and that's not how I meant for that to sound. <laughs> my soul left my body. <laughs> Mercer's half taken back, but he's like, <laughs> Esther says that, and then all of a sudden he, it, it rings a bell. <laughs> oh, I made you this anyways. Oh no. She she's just she continues to just float there, looks at you and goes, It's the reason why I'm imprisoned here. I I was doing research and an accident occurred and well, long story short, my body became the prison for a demon. 
And oh my God, so no. the College of Ether has me locked up here until they can deliberate on what to do and how to go about exercising the... No! Stop! Oh my God, stop I hate it. that. Please stop that. <laughs> Mercer writes on the paper. It's going to take a couple rounds. He's like, one, if you eat a curse, does it empower the demon? Two... How great of a curse can you remove? Period. <coughs> Three. I have five items that are cursed. You have six items. Six items that are cursed. First one. And then he puts four. Order of importance. One to four. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you rap bastard. <laughs> that was unintentional, too. <laughs> Of course. Of course. <laughs> so he holds it up there. And you, you can see her eyes kind of moving as she's reading the paper. Yeah, he gives her a minute to digest the information. Okay. You're going to have to walk her through again. What was the first thing? You so read? the first one was, does it empower the demon if you remove a curse? She's just like, no. Okay. Number two is, how great of a curse can you remove? Curse is a curse. Did I stutter? Number three was... Um, I have six items that are cursed. Yeah, yes. Well, I, seven if you include me. But I didn't have that on the paper. And then, you know, one to four was the... Or, you know, four being, you know, starting at top. That's the most important. What's the first one you have written down? Uh, does it empower the demon? No, no, no. Of all the things you want, oh, he, removed. he he didn't he didn't write. He just said he has six items. He didn't say what they were. Then what was the in order of importance thing? My list. Like I want her to answer question one first. I want her to answer question two next. I want her to answer question oh, three. Fourth oh, okay. being put it in order I, one through four. The way you said it, I thought you listed out all the items of import of what you had and the order in which they. Oh, that's next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he then he flips the paper over because after that point he's used up the entire front page of the paper. And as you start to write, you hear that voice going, She's lying. She will not help you. You be quiet. Wow. Then he true. then the next thing he writes on there is Do you have to be free to remove the curses? Yes. The, the 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 library's powers. Mercer, right? You know, scratches that out. <sighs> She's lying to you. He thinks he doth protest too much. Holds up the sign in big letters. No underscore. Sorry, and turns around, starts to walk out. <laughs> yeah, we're not messing with the demon. <laughs> Is what Esther would say if she were there. Sorry. Never <coughs> so you guys just walk out of the room. Yep, bye. Mercer stops at the door for a minute, contemplating really oh, hard. There's no demons, man. You hear again in that deep voice, She won't help you, but I will. Shut up, man. Set us free and I'll force her to eat the curses. Shut up, dude. I don't believe you. Mer Mercer looks at the party and goes, No, man. On a piece of paper. 
I really don't want to be blue anymore. Dude, no. But I do not want to free her. Mockton's just looking at me. Man, not our monkey, not our circus. What's the book say? What book? A large book lays open on a pedestal in front of the circle. Oh. Right there. Okay. <laughs> Mercer walks back in. <coughs> Detect magic on the book. Nothing. Starts looking at the book. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Ouch. That, sir, is a natural 20. Wow. One point psychic damage is you... <laughs> Turned on the detect magic and then went, oh, shoot. Dang it. I forgot. Oh. Ow. Okay. But the book is not magical. Uh-uh. Okay, cool. So he sits there. He takes his pen, uh-huh. opens up the thing, starts reading it. Uh, and he immediately realizes that it's all written in a language he can't read. But he recognizes it, because it was the same inscriptions he was seeing written on the walls. Draconic. Yep. I need a dragon. (laughs) He writes on a piece of paper big so they can all see it. (laughs) I need a dragon born. Oh, man. What What were you trying to say? (laughs) I thought you were moving the pen to try to flip me. Nope. Nope, but then he does flip the paper over and writes on there. Just you wait. No, that was Kent oh. laughing at James. Okay, that wasn't mind. locked on laughing at Mercer. Okay, so yeah, he holds up the paper and says, I need a dragonborn. Because I know it was James Esther that forgot Sancho's Mercer over. was silent. I do. So Esther says she walks back in there. I'm like, I point the book. Okay. Esther proceeds to read the book. <coughs> What does Esther right, see? Um, let me make sure that what I'm reading here. Oh, geez, I gotta go send the kids to bed. Pause it. Alright, run it back around again. What were you talking about? Basically, I had Esther come in. Well, I had one of the Dragonborn come in in this instance. Esther came in, mm-hmm. and she was reading the book to me. Okay, so as Esther starts to read it, does Esther actually come in and start reading the book? Yeah. Okay. She starts to read it, and she reads about how this woman in Ibsenia, Ibsena, Ibsena, Ibsena Creek, started conducting various types of research and magic to create her own form of magic called curse eating, which does a number of different things. It's sort of like a way to be able to absorb and then... Uh, neutralize dark magics. Mm-hmm. So essentially, she's a physical embodiment of it. Nice. But at one point, when she was trying to study more about the demonic planes, uh, she tried to summon a Glabber Zoo demon. Oh, what? Called um, Zan Etheric. Oh. The. Uh, when she summoned him, it was successful, but her ability to contain him was not. 
and he ended up possessing her and began wreaking havoc all across the College of Ether. Eventually, the deans came together and were able to subdue her body while it was possessed by the Glabrazoo, but they didn't want to banish the Glabrazoo because they weren't sure what that would do, and at the same time, they didn't want to kill one of their better scholars. Despite her poorly motivated choices, she still had made great strides in the fields of magic. So instead, they locked her up into this room until they could either come up with an idea on how to safely remove the demon without hurting her, or until an idea presented itself. Um, You also see a number of accounts in there of various interviews talking about how she is able to devour curses, how she's able to um, uh, survive without being affected by the curses and everything. So up to this point, everything she has said is absolutely true based mm-hmm. on what Esther is reading. Wow. And you're guys. translating, you're reading this all out loud? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mercer stops and goes, is, he holds up a thing. Is there a way we can free you? Like, free you of the demon, and then you can assist? Um, she gets ready to talk, and you hear, No. So that's the, yeah. under contract. We cannot be separated. How How do we break your contract? My guy, it's not going to let you to let it... And she starts trying to talk, and you can tell that the demon is preventing her from saying anything at this point. No! <coughs> so what are you doing? And there's nothing in the book that says... It doesn't give us any other clues to help. Mm-mm. After a few moments, she goes back and she goes, 95% of the time, I'm able to keep him under control. I would like to be free so I can go back to my research. It will take lifetimes upon lifetimes, but as long as I have my curse-eating abilities, I'll be around to be able to do such magics. What does the circle do? This circle puts me in a timeless stasis, so I don't require air, food, and I don't age. (coughs) So Mercer is going to try to walk around without actually entering the magic circle. Okay. Um, It's a little difficult going through these two squares, these two squares, and these two squares because the circle somewhat presides inside them. Mercer just has to put his back against the wall. Exactly. As long as he's, like, edging his way, he's able to walk around the whole circle. Well, he stops when he gets to behind her to see her hands. Like this? Yeah. Are the... is, Is her hands just cuffed? Like, her hands themselves are free? Exactly how you see it on that figurine right there. Sweet! Her hands are free. That answers my question. Because all she has to do is touch it. What? No. The circle prevents her from being able to use her abilities. I thought I just said it was just for aging. Uh, let me find the exact... Uh, 
No, as long as she's inside that that circle, she's not able to use her abilities or do anything. Th think of it like um, um, what, what's that called when somebody's uh, body is frozen? Stasis. Paralyzed. Well, yeah, stasis. But there's a there's more to it than comatose. That. No, not Paralyzed. dead. Sedated. Their body goes into a frozen state and they're cryogenically frozen yeah think of it like a cryogenically frozen but uh magic circle that hinders her abilities and her need for uh food and water and stuff so it's like a, a timeless cryogenic stasis that sustains her Prevents her from aging, but it also prevents her from being able to do anything as well. Uh, he walks over with a piece of paper. Okay. And since he said the name of the demon, he holds it up to our good old buddy here. Um... You hold it up in front of Ibsenia? No. To, um... Our construct. Oh, I the one who turns his page... Yeah. One, write it down. <laughs> the one who turns the page. Ooh, adding some real <laughs> good realism. Huh? Adding some nice realism to the game. Um, he holds up a piece of paper to him and says, what do you know about Glabrazoo? Um, I know that they're demons. I know that they are nasty demons. If I recall correctly, I think they're a four-armed demon. Uh, let me look it up here real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. Demons, page 50 of the Monster Manual. That's not page 50. Uh, some power. Labrazoo, yes. A large fiend demon, four arms. Um... Very nasty creatures in general. Every once, in, uh, the one thing he can say is every once in a while a Glabrazoo somehow gets uh, ends up mating with like a Drider and creates some weird crossbreed demonic creature. But 
No one's ever seen one before. The only other demon you guys have ever come across was the undead Merolith inside of the Leviathan. Yep. It was the champion that Kalvakodos... That it used to be his lover, and then he turned it into an un, turned her into an undead creature. Um, Mercer writes on piece of paper to the group. What do you think? <coughs> Locked on, just like. I'm not scared to swing a hammer at a woman if I have to. I mean, it ain't human anymore anyway, so... That being said, we still need to go downstairs and check out your your powder dust room thing again, don't we? Yeah. Well, he writes yeah (laughs) on the paper. Um, Mercer writes a on note that says we will be back question mark holds it up to her and then turns around and walks out she kind of tilts her head sort of we'll try to come back you might we'll try try to come back what we'll try to come back lady as he goes out walks away comes down to this corner though into that room Mm. No, he goes down to see what's what's there. Uh, okay. So down over there, that's a another door. Um, Mercer doesn't even have to try to use detect magic or anything. He feels magic rolling off of this area. And the magic feels very similar to uh, to the way he feels when he's like right next to Barrel. Hmm. Is it a, and is a door? There's a door there, yes. Um... Mercer takes a piece of paper. He's like, astral space, question mark. And he comes back around and holds it up to the group. So right here. Yeah. Locked on, looks around everybody else. The one who turns the page. Um, I'm not... Been familiar in this room. As soon as you hold that up and Barrel sees it, when it comes flying over here, as soon as he gets to like right within 10 feet of it, he begins to give off a warm, luminescent glow off of his entire body. Mercer walks up next to Barrel. Mm-hmm. Anything else happen? <coughs> um. Maybe. Let's see. Evens or odds? Evens. Eighteen. You heal for a point. Hey, I'm fully healed again. 
<laughs> you only took one point of damage? Yeah, from the book, remember? Sweet. It's like point... Oh, yeah, because you did the detect magic thing. All right. <coughs> he writes on the paper. He's like, yeah, I don't see this is going to work. He writes on there. Uh, a piece of paper says, any idea what this is, Beryl? Can Beryl read? Pulls up in front of him. Well, it said he he had he written on there astral space, and Beryl saw it and flew over to the door. So he's assuming he can at least read. So Beryl sees the paper, floats up to the door, looks back at Mercer, looks back at the door, and starts just. Mercer goes and checks the door. Is it locked? Nope. Is it trapped? Did you use detect magic? No. You don't know. Can I see any arcane runes? I mean, because um, I, I, I should be able to detect a trap by doing an investigation, whether it's magical or not. Okay, well, give me an investigation check. Natural 20? Yeah, you don't pick up anything. You open up the door? Yep. Uh, you open up the door, and the walls of this wondrous chamber sparkle with crushed crystal and glowing runic symbols. As you walk in and see the center of the chamber, its translucent pink and silvery energy flows and swirls. The dancing mass makes no sound or smell, but creates a soft breeze. Um, give me an arcana check. Is it... Would I get my, uh... It's magic, so if you get a benefit from it being magic, then yes. Uh, so, I can use Artificer's Lore. When I, I can do, basically, I can make an intelligence check, history check, to relay it for magical items, alchemical objects, or technological devices. Okay, this wouldn't classify as any of those, because it's not a physical object that's causing this. Okay, so it's just straight up old arcana. 20. 20? 20. Um, you can discern that this is a minor tear between the material plane and the astral plane. Yes, <laughs> James's eyes go super wide. <laughs> Mercer walks up to it. <coughs> like, can he, like... Oh, no. All right, so Mercer and Beryl are both in here now, right? Yeah. You walked right up to it. Yeah. Um, as you walk up to it, uh, you notice that... Like, do I see, like, an actual spatial, like, rip? It's very similar to that glowing line you saw when Zabak got trapped in the book, and she finally made it out, and it was still there. Except it's a very bluish-white sort of color. And as soon as Beryl comes into the area, he begins to glow even brighter. And his eyes gently close as he just sorts of basks into the radiance. You can tell he's excessively happy and comfortable and just fully relaxed. Go, buddy, go! And... Better not be all of them, because that's just going to make me crazy. Yeah, it's all of them. 
Um, I don't know which ones you have. Compass, compass. I got all. Of them. I have all of them. Compass. Unless there's more. Compass, compass. That was the shell. Well, Celine has the shell. So, what I currently it, have... It, it might be helpful if I grab the actual envelope instead of the extra envelope. So, um, I have Fragment of Arcane uh, Resonance. Yep, we're already past that. Okay. Uh, you can tell that something in this room is resonating inside of Barrel, and you physically see his power beginning to mature. Yeah. As that becomes available... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So as an action, the living star may turn itself into a solid... Into <laughs> any solid material such as iron or wood. This does not change its ability to move or act. It can also transform an, uh, an object it touches up to a tiny size into the same material. This effect ends after one minute. Once per day, the living star can blow colorful bubbles at one creature within 15 feet. The target regains 44 plus 8 hit points. <laughs> that's 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 nice. That's very nice. Uh, Mercer also feels a slight, like a very very minute sense coming from his pocket where the compass is at, and as he pulls it out and looks at it, he notices that one of the points on the compass now looks like a carved image of the uh, College of Ether, and he can now tell that. They've reached that next level where Barrel has now gotten stronger. Okay. Like his abilities have matured and it's reflected off from the compass now. Okay. He goes up to the rift. Mm -hmm. Can he like stick his hand into it and through it? He puts his hand. You put your hand into the. Yeah. Yeah. He does the stupid thing. It's just like sticking your hand in fog. For some reason, you can't physically go through the rift, and neither is Barrel. Um, you can give me an Arcana check. That's going to be a 27. Okay. So, what you can surmise from being in this room is you can tell that the rift was opened up from this side of the room mm -hmm. because of all the crystals and everything but you not being able to physically move in through the rift or whatever tells you that because it's connected to the astral plane the other side of the tear is what's keeping it open which is why you're not able to pass through it it's a one-way port that seems to be coming into the room rather than going out of the room okay and for the obvious reason Carol's not able to go through it because it's generated via magic. I see the other door. Yes. Okay. He walks back out for a minute, waves down the group, tells them to come on. 
Um, just as soon as he does that, he hears Barrel go, <laughs> and comes bolting back out. Okay. I figured he was just going to hang out in here for a little while. Well, no. The second that happened, you could tell something scared the crap out of Barrel. Oh. And made him come bolting back out. Great. Mercer pulls his <coughs> arcane, or channels his arcane uh, um, cannon. Mm-hmm. And has it attached to his fist as he turns around and... What's coming at me? If I can find the flipping page, I will... Doesn't really give descriptions. Um, okay, so a malicious creature comes through the rift and it uh, <coughs> it looks almost bug-like in nature but you can definitely tell it's an aberration. Um, you guys see this Oh, heck no. Boom! Force cannon. <laughs> Back into the rift. Did you see it? That uh, is all of a sudden in the room. Oh, you know. Mm. How does a 20 hit? Uh, Mercer, don't mess. <laughs> That's going to be a hit. And um, just wait, because now i got to set up this little thing. Just a moment. i got to find something to represent. What have we got on hand? Mm, nothing like that. <laughs> well, I know that. Nothing like the freaking mother of aliens. <laughs> yours other than the the metal here the metal dragon and the little figurines that are on top of the boat and the end thing the the figures that are all oh, and these guys is this my other gelatinous cube then? must be <laughs> that's mine those guys are mine let's use this guy we've used him before. chromatic my chromanticore. We'll, we'll use a chromanticore as a mini fig for it, but this thing's got like. Seriously, the thing looks like freaking the mother of aliens. As Mercer. Well, okay, hold on. So let's just backtrack here for a second. This is what you're fighting. Yes. Right? I think what you're thinking of, though. Is that thing? No, no, because the the mother of aliens has like a big old torso where they lay 
Like it's super. It looks kind, like that. Kinda. It was almost like have, it was almost like the body of a spider, but the larger portion she could separate herself from. So she was just two, like this skinny skeletal looking yeah. thing with a giant head, and just walked around. Yeah, but that, that's what that thing looks like. <laughs> it's horrible. <coughs> yeah, Mercer blasts it for twelve points of force damage and runs away. <laughs> Nope. Bye. <coughs> yeah, he is not taking that thing on by himself. <laughs> okay, so Barrel already ran back out here. Um, the Mercer bolted out here, right? Yep. And you said he hit for how many points? 12 points. Force damage. Uh, okay. <sighs> do, 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 do. Let me get back to here. Bum, 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 bum. And uh, it's not already obvious at this point. Initiative. Initiative. Really? Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Okay. Oh. Okay, what did uh, I should roll this? Zabak got a seven. What did Celine get? She got a eleven. What did Mercer get? Seven. Seven? What's Mercer and Zabak's uh, sixteen dexterity? Yeah. Both sixteens? Roll D twenties. Four. Okay. Seven. Okay, so Zabak will go before Mercer. What did Esther get? Esther got a 19. <laughs> yeah. And he is going to intentionally stay back. So, for the moment, the one who turns the page is staying as far back as possible. Um, it's going to be the monster. No. Then Esther. Um, then Celine. Locked on. Uh, Zabak, and as per tradition, tailing up the end, Mercer. So this thing. Just a sec here. 
Okay, so just prior to initiative, Mercer saw this thing and went, yeah, mm, 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 mm. boom, see ya. Yep. And walked out. No, didn't walk. <laughs> ran. Ran. And you ran your full speed from right here? Yep, 25 feet. 10, 15, 20, 20, so right to there. Yeah. All right, so it moves 5, 10, 15. <clears throat> um, sees you. What is Mercer's intelligence score? 20. He needs to give me an intelligence saving throw. Is it for magic? Um, it's not listed as magic. Okay. It's psionic. Oh, he's. Hey, going against psionics. Um, that's going to be a fifteen. Oh, missed it by one. And you understand why it went after Mercer, right? Yeah, because I hit it. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure that was clear before we continued on. No, I just think the DM's being a jerk. <laughs> you know me better than that. Yeah, you're not going to like this. Uh, 20 points psychic damage. Ow! Um, and this is the part you're not going to like. Your intelligence score goes down by one. Oh. So for our listeners, this is a monster that comes out of Critical Crafting's The Hollow Expanse. Basically what happened is when Beryl started to hang out in that room, the, uh, the astral presence heightened to the point where it attracted a mind sapper brood mother. Now, is it a permanent, or is it just uh, until it's restored, or after a long rest? Um, you are able to regain one point of intelligence back after completing a long rest, or from a lesser restoration spell. Oh, thank God. <laughs> James is wiping his head going, oh, thank goodness. Oh, phew. <laughs> oh. Don't forget, Mercer is still silenced. Yes. Um, that was its action. Uh, bonus action, Mercer needs to give me another intelligence saving throw. That's another 15. 15... That's a fail. This one is going to be different. As he takes another 17 points of psychic damage. Holy crap! And um, as he's looking back at the broodmother, that energy goes back into her and she heals back up to full. Okay. For anybody who's listening, I am going to take a picture of what this creature looks like and send it to our page as soon as I get a moment. Um, it is Esther's turn. All right, Magic Miss Leo. You, you are to... not in range right now. Okay, I'm going to scoot up then. 
Excuse me, pardon me. To right here. Yep, yep, yep. And you see this god awful, ugly monstrosity of a creature. Get wrecked, scrub. Level five. <coughs> points of damage to the monstrosity. Force damage? Yep. Okay. You said 24? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, is there anything else she's doing? Nope, that's it. It is Celine's turn. Oh... Celine's going to move up to where she can see it. Okay. Raxus's Chaos Bolt. <laughs> I had a feeling. How far up does she move exactly? Uh, just enough to where she can see it. So right to here then? Yep. Okay. Ugh. Um... How bad is this thing's AC? <laughs> What'd you roll? How's a 12? That's a fail. Okay. My next lowest is going to be uh, a 17. That's a fail. Okay. She misses all three. <laughs> She's like, and I'm out. <laughs> and she runs away. Uh, okay. So how many? However many feet you moved her, move her back to where she gets to 30. Okay. So it was... 5, 10, 15, 5, 10, 15. So she's right back yep. where she left off. That was her last, second to last. Third. Right, what else did Celine do? Bonus action what? She's going to healing word Mercer. Okay. And she's going to cast that at second level. He's about 50-50. And slightly bit more stupid. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> Alright. So that was Celine's turn. It is now Octon's turn. As he's just... Looks at Mercer and goes, Really, really nasty? As Mercer just shakes his head wide open. As he also, there's like blood running down his nose. Okay. <laughs> around the corner, 5, 10, 14, as everybody's getting locked up with each other, no pun intended, did Mercer stay right there? It's that's not his turn. Oh, that's right, that's as far as he can go. <coughs> um, so, originally, this, so the challenge rating that this creature is, you were actually supposed to fight originally from the book. A creature that's a higher challenge rating than even this is. Yeah. So I was trying to be nice because I wanted to throw something different that wasn't straight out of this book. Well, you have succeeded. Seriously, <laughs> uh, this, this, this one sucks. <laughs> Especially when you... My, my key skill, or my, my key stat just got 
kicked in the balls. <laughs> um, what? So here, I'm going to give you a little bit of inside info here, okay? Telepathic sense. The creature can pinpoint the locations of living humanoids and beasts within 300 feet of it. It knows relative distance and direction of each creature regardless of physical barriers. Oh, I just thought of something super evil. Oh, no. Okay, that's all I can tell you because anything else gives you guys too much of a benefit. But yeah, this thing senses through its mind instead of physical senses. Lockdown's like, um, okay, so... Bonus action, misty step. Hey, buddy. Regular action, thunder step. Puts his hand down on Mercer and goes, Get out of here. Mercer's like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, it needs to make a con saving throw. I think it failed. Uh, oh, yeah, it failed. <clears throat> Where's my D10 surveyor? Ooh, ooh, that's good damage right there. Almost max damage. Uh, 17 plus 10, 27 points of damage. That's Lockdown's turn. Zabak's turn. Right. Lockdown just looks and goes, be careful. I do. I do. Here I go. And she just wades in. Goes all the way in and... Okay. Attack. Rage. Ooh, right at it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35. Whoa. I don't suppose an 11 hits. 11 does not hit. Oh no. A 12 not, is not going to hit either. Nope. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to die. That's all I can do. <laughs> um, it's Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to bonus action force cannon it. <clears throat> With a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Nine points force damage. Okay. And then he's gonna go fight! And action. Dash. Locked on looks at Mercer and goes, Seriously? Your hand. Do- you have two cannons, you idiot. <clears throat> he also has a hand holding a shield at the moment. And that's not what he's thinking. He's just like, I've gotten a little stupider. <laughs> I don't want to mess with this thing. <laughs> Run! So he, what, dashed? Yeah. 
<laughs> Just straight down the hallway here? Yep. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. 50. All the way back here. I'm locked on, just looking back. Are you? I kick his ass. If anyone remembers, locked on told him to get out of here. That's what he's doing. <coughs> he took his words literally. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't expect you to like go running all the way back. All right, back well, up to the top. When here. this thing decides to eat something out of his mind, then I'm pretty sure. Lock, lock will. <coughs> Not be as happy with this creature either. Alright. How far away is Mercer from this thing right now? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Okay. So you ever have one of like those physical pains where you don't have like a cut or a scratch or anything? It just there's a spot like in the muscle and in the skin yeah. that hurts and gets annoying. Yeah. He starts to feel that at the back of his mind. Intelligence saving throw. This thing can hit me from all the way over here without eighty feet. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> and you have the highest intelligence of everybody, so it's sensing you. What'd you get? Fourteen. Fourteen? Because I lost a point. Yep. Now you're not losing any more intelligence. Seventeen points psychic. Whoops. <coughs> and then Esther is or Esther. The back is right there in front of him. Oh, no. So she needs to give me an intelligence saving throw. Oh boy. Oh. That's a negative. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's a, a five, no. my that's guy. A, yeah, no. E, jeez, where the heck was these last week? So 25 points psychic. Oh crap. And she loses five points of intelligence. Oh. How What's much your intelligence psych- score? How much psychic? Um 25? Yeah. And I lose intelligence? Five points of intelligence. Oh shit, I'm out. Bye. Oh my god. What was oh that, my what god. that put you to? Five. Don't effing stupid, man. Sorry. That, yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, think. I mean, think. You have normal intelligence. You know, the uh, the average status quo, which really isn't that high. Right. Um, and then you just cut that. <laughs> I mean, now she's really at the level. What the hurt head. Me no likey. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm sorry. What's that put me at? I'm sorry. Huh? What does that make my intelligence then? Negative what? 
Uh, so all you go down a negative. So nine is negative one. Seven is negative two. Five is negative three. Yeah. Oh God! Somebody help me. This is bad. This is this, this is bad. My spell casting modifiers charisma, right? Because I'm a sorceress. Yes. Oh, thank God. So you aren't taking negatives to that at least where I am, because intelligence is my bread and butter. You're in trouble. Yeah, it, it almost killed me. Well, it didn't kill me. I guess I'm saying it almost knocked me out. <coughs> so that was its turn. Uh, Esther's turn. Oh, no. How much damage did it do to Mercer? It was... Um, I know it was a lot. Hold up, I'll tell you here a second. It was like 17 or something like that? Yeah. 17. It is Esther's turn. I know. Esther's playing with a cat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, accurate. So Esther's gonna just um, what's she doing? I don't know. She just literally got a traumatic brain injury. So. No, Esther didn't take a traumatic brain injury. Zabak did. I thought Esther did. No, that was Zabak. Because <gasps> Zabak is right in front of it. Oh, shit. I swear you said Esther. Yeah, man. I meant Zabak. I am sorry if I said Esther. I was thinking Zabak. So, she lost how many? Five? Yeah. Oh, well... And she's the one that took the damage, not Esther either. Okay. So that's that's important. Yeah, and for the record, that was psychic damage, so your rage does not help you. Yes. I know. And it was how much damage again? Twenty-five. Fixed. <gasps> Esther. Another star off of her coat. Twenty seven points of damage. Esther doing anything else? Nope. Alright. Celine's turn. Uh, she's going to move back the 15 feet just where she can peek around and see it. 5, 10, 15. Because she can't stand in lockdown space. 
And then she is going to... I'm hesitant to drink this stuff because the last time I drank apple cider it nearly made me sick to my stomach while I was driving. That was a terrible morning. Yeah, that was a terrible morning. <coughs> I, I think you is... had it on an empty stomach, so... I need a wisdom saving throw. From this thing? Yep. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I'm going to try it. It's an 11. No. It's disordinate whispers. It's psychic damage. Nothing happens. That's what I thought. <laughs> now, does the... <coughs> Does the move away effect still work, even though... It because takes... it's a psychic-based spell? Yeah. Nothing, none of it works. Well, she goes, oh, that sucks. Um, and then uh, bonus action, healing word Mercer <laughs> as she moves back. Mm. All right. And she's going to do that just first level this time. Because she's running out of spell slots. So it was Celine. It's Lockdown's turn. Um, it's like uh, I usually hesitate to use this, but uh, yeah, we kind of need to. If I can get my phone to work. Yeah, Celine's like I'm pretty much ineffective at this moment. <laughs> Yes and no. I'm pretty sure your Chaos Bolt spell would have worked if you had actually, you know, hit. Oof. Magic economy. Only got so many in me. Well, let's see if I uh, can make up the difference. Zabak! Get out of there! He's going to hold his action in the hopes that Zabak gets the out of dodge. Oh, okay. She'll leave. But she's too dumb to disengage first. Um, and it's Zabak's turn, so. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> she waves at it. <laughs> bye. I go bye-bye now. No. Um, All right, I'm going to head out. Uh, that is an attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 18. Oh, no, sir. As with its multiple claws, one of the big ones, it comes down to try to strike and just barely, like, the tip of it catches the, her shell and just... Mm, and misses. And, uh... <coughs> Excuse me. How, where does she go exactly? Towards the others. So just... 5, 10, 15, 20. Aye, what'd you need? Locked on, just looks at her and it's like, What? 
just, just, just stay back for a minute. Oh, all right. <laughs> he's just, he stands there and goes, all right. And Esther sees this, Selene does not, and neither does Zabak, but he casts Call Lightning, and he's just holding it there. Uh, that's what I was afraid of. Oh, that's coming loose. See, I warned you. No, it, it didn't break. It's just the glue didn't hold the way I thought it would. And I hadn't put a whole lot of glue inside of here. Well, but this, this resolves the issue of making it more rigid, too. Because you could then pull it out and put foam in there. Well, okay, and so put I foam can down put, into it. I can put two more lines of glue here and here. And I can run a small line of glue right here at the edge. That will hold it in place, just like everything else. Yeah. After that, I have um, a rubber-based liquid spray spray mm -hmm. that I'm going to coat over it to seal it. Yeah. And then from there, I can paint it whatever the heck I want. Plasti dip. The plastic. No, this is a this is actually a can of white Flex Seal spray. Okay. So. Ten times what plastic dip is, because it kind of absorbs in and then solidifies, and it layers really nicely. But it's not going to take away any of the detail. It's just going to make it paintable, and then from there I can spray paint the head however I want, which I'm probably going to go with like a silvery mirrored color, and then maybe come back with some acrylic paint and kind of do a little bit of gold on these edged pieces here. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this yet. But this is mostly going to be just for look. I just have it here for tonight because I wanted to show it off. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> this thing will sit there and probably hang up in the, the game gamer's layer somewhere. And now that I've gotten completely off subject, I forgot where I was at. Um, oh. You were doing Call Lightning, so yes. I have to make a save. Call Lightning. If I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he blasts it, uh, 10 feet tall and a 60 foot, with a 60 foot radius centered on a point you can see within range. So the lightning is going to be hitting right down on where that thing is at, at the moment. Um, it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Which I'm pretty sure, oh, it, mm. Oh, oh, it missed it by one. Yes, thank you. 3d10. And now I roll the really crappy numbers. <laughs> Up to this point, I was rolling eights, nines, tens. Take it what you can get. Rolled a one, a one, and a four. Ouch. All oh, a six points of lightning damage. Bzz. Oh, jeez. So that's Lockdown's turn. Um, oh, that was Lockdown's held action. Zabak moved. Um, it's now Mercer's turn. Oh, 
yeah. He's gonna go like huddle in the corner. What, right here? Yeah. Just sitting here. Is he sitting down in the fecal position? <laughs> he basically has a shield up. Did you say fecal position? Fetal position? Sorry, God, I fecal. Yeah, he basically has a shield up around him, holding his cannon out, like hoping this thing can't see him, can't reach out and touch him anymore. Bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> I gotta get a picture of Mercer running away going, Bad touch! <laughs> yeah. In this case, absolutely. <coughs> oh. Okay. <sighs> Excuse me. Back up to the top of the line. It's this thing's turn again. Let's see. Um, Esther and Lockdown see this, but it uh, grasps hold of the side of the wall at the same level of the door and starts to climb. What are we at here? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Climbs up the wall. Lockdown takes a swing at it as it leaves his space. Now I get good damage. Hits it. It screams. <coughs> and at this point, everybody sees its head sort of start to move around. And it makes this like weird snarling sniffing smell. Uh, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 as it moves up the side of the wall. 40. 45, 50, 60. It's on the wall, but right here. Mercer sees it over the edge of the shield and goes, No! Yeah. In a quiet, soundless whimper. <sighs> Intelligent saving throw. Twenty-one. That makes it. Mercer gives it the middle finger. Okay. And then bonus action, another intelligence saving throw. Uh, that's going to be a twelve. Okay, so that one's a fail. Luckily, that's the lesser of the two. Was the lesser of the two the one that takes the intelligence? <laughs> no, that was the greater of the two. Oh, that God. was the one you made the save on. Uh, Mercer's probably going to go down, though. That's 18 points psychic damage. Mercer's down. Oh, crap. <clears throat> Uh, 
and it heals. And then I'm going to move this out of the way now because we're not using it anymore. 65, 70, 75, 80. As everybody sees this thing moving towards Mercer. It's going to eat him. Mercer had the highest intelligence. So it sensed it and went, <gasps> meal time. Bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> Esther's turn. Man. Another fifth level magic missile, my guy. James <laughs> is sweating over here. I am. <laughs> this, thing's, this thing's awful. Well, and it doesn't help that the library defense has made you silent, so you're useless against it, too. Yeah. 23 points of damage. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hmm? Is she doing anything else? It. She can't Celine's do turn. What to do? What to do? Oh man, this sucks. Um, she's gonna have to firebolt it. Uh, fifteen. To hit? Yeah. That's a miss. Yeah. <coughs> Alright. Uh, uh, wait, who's, who's next in the lineup? Locked on. Bonus action, last one. Bardic Inspiration. On lockdown? Yes. For what? You can use it for anything you need it for. Okay. Uh, I gotta look at something. Because he was holding a call lightning spell. I need to see if he's able to move the call lightning spell. Lockdown has a plus nine to his attack rolls when he casts spells. I rolled a four on my d20 and I rolled a four on the d8. 17. Missed it by one. Yeah. And he goes, ah, ah, crap. And then he's going to. 30 bonus action, Misty Step to right here in an attempt to try to get this thing's attention. Just starts yelling, Hey! Over here! 
And it's Zabak's turn. What do I do? Selene's like, kill it. Oh, I. Zabak walks up to it. <laughs> Alright, time to die. Mm. And attacks recklessly. Would she be smart enough to know how to do that? She'd be dumb enough to do it. Well, Celine just told her to kill it. 25, 30, so right here. That's going to be a um, 23 to hit. That is a hit. Yeah, it is, buddy. Ooh. Two points of lightning, 16 points of slashing. Grand total of 18. So just as this thing is making its way to bear down over Mercer and go at it full throttle, she comes in with the sword and just and lobs its head square off. Right. And it's just this grossness everywhere. And Esther's like, wow, I saw that going much differently than it did. Celine is Locked going. on looks over. Celine, get over here! She's already on her way. As she's like rushing around, and uh, yeah, she see, she's used four points on the staff so far. She's going to use an additional four. Mm-hmm. Um, so four d four plus four. On its next turn, if it had the chance to, it was going to do a psychic burst that would have hit everybody. And then it was going to try to lay eggs in Mercer's brain. Ew! Yeah. That's <laughs> Six, ten, fourteen points back to him. Mercer gets up. As, it see, as he sees this creature now here's like a question dead, for like 10 feet away from him. So does, does the, the silence thing go off since <laughs> I, I was knocked unconscious? Were you at zero? Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to give you a 50-50 chance. That is a 45. No, you are still silenced. Nah. Mercer's like huddling in the corner like Esther comes over <laughs> offer, reaches her hand down hey man come on let's get up buddy come on buddy from from way back Lockdown's like it, it's it's dead oh it's the dead killed it yeah. oh so he stands up real quick walks over to it Starts just kicking it crap out of it. Yeah. I thought he was going to whip it out and pee on it. Ungodly stench of gunk and goop. Oh man, stop. Oh, that's nasty. From kicking it. He doesn't care at this point. (laughs) Oh, dude, no. (coughs) Esther gets away from that. That's gross. Lockdown's just like. We're not done, and we need to be. Pretty sure nothing else is going to happen, so... Either we need to go back downstairs and figure out your dust thing, 
uh, figure out what the heck's going on with the lady or continue moving forward. What are we doing? Mercer writes on a piece of paper. Rest, sleep. Yeah. Um, we almost died, man. Badly injured. Yeah, I, I know that. Where? Or, 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 or Celine, you're just going to make your, your hut thing right here? Do it, man. I Do can, it. yes. It's my last one for the day. So. Well, the last one's all you need. Cause exactly. Probably, um, well, we need to kind of move a little bit because there's not enough space. Right, to go, do here, go where you need to go. So we have to go back to the where the Sphinx was. <sighs> that's the that's the the largest room other than the Demon Hold. Okay, he looks over and goes, "Hey, Zabak, hey, come here." Trots on over. Pick up its tail. Hey, does and so. And we're gonna pull this way so it's out of the way of the door. Hey, yank, yank, yank. <sighs> go. So. Melier. And Lockdown at this point is kind of trying to like guide S- uh, Zabak through because her intelligence is a five. She's like. It's bad. Uh, where 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 I go? What's oh, going this on? way? Okay, I go this way. <laughs> Barrel's like looking at Zabak going. <laughs> Mercer finds his little space in the. <coughs> Makes a little thing and just kind of like lays down like. Is he still laying in the fetal position? Just yeah, yeah, he is. Touch, touch. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so eight hours go by. Uh, both Zabak and Mercer get back one point of intelligence. Mercer solid again to their attributes. <laughs> um, the silence is gone. Is gone, and you guys are healed back up to full. Mercer states that there is a door beyond that room. I keep getting raid invitations on Pokemon Go and I'm not logged into Pokemon Go. Does nobody know how to look at that and say, oh, this guy's not online. <sighs> Mercer wants to take a quick glance in that other room. Okay. So... He has the back and barrel stay out of the astral room. Um, okay, so we're going to backtrack for just a minute because I just read something here Uh-oh. that might change how you guys decide to do, um, do things. Right after the, uh, the creature thing goes down. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh. <laughs> Shocking grasp. Uh, no. Um, barrel begins to glow again, and there's a burst of radiant energy that comes off of him. Everybody gets healed. Nice. Um, the the extra intelligent point comes back, as if you guys went through a long rest, and the silent thing dissipates because it's astral magic which supersedes the tower's defenses. Okay, it still leaves us out of spell slots though. Okay, so you guys still take the eight hour rest and everything? Gonna have to. Okay, alright. I just wanted to double check on that. 
but yeah, it, it's the same as when you guys first hatched Barrel from from his egg. Yeah. And there was that burst of energy that healed everybody. Same thing after the monster was defeated because he was in that that astral room or whatever. Yeah. Because that kind of matured him and made him more... Essentially, it caused him to level up in his own way. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, still going to have the rest, though, because out of, out of slots and... With the way things are going, not going well. Oh, that magic burst also grants the effect of a long rest to everybody. So, you guys would have gotten your spell slots back, too. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, no, I don't cast Lemus Tiny Hut. Okay. <laughs> so. Alright, so, you guys not, don't actually rest for eight hours. You not, just, not, yeah. You just, <laughs> so, Mercer wants to go check out that room. Oh, man. That room there? Okay. Yep. Uh, as you walk back in, you still notice the tear is open. So I'm assuming he's like walks in, sees it. <laughs> oh yeah. Boom. Yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't stay long in that room. He gets to the door real quick. All right. So just like the Clockwork Hall, this room features. Is everybody going in there? Yeah. Okay. This room features interlocking gears on the walls and floors, loose gears, brass fixings, and pieces of Clockwork librarians are scattered across the floor. A wooden door in the back of the room leads to a small cramped workshop. Of course I go in there. Ah. <laughs> That's what I figured. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So the chamber served as the workshop for Dean Torvaldi uh, when he was alive. It was a room where he developed the first clockwork librarians and originally constructed the one who turns the page. Um, uh, first things first, you can give me an investigation check. Absolutely. That's going to be a 24. Okay. Um, on the north wall... Uh, you happen to find uh, more draconic writing carved into the wall. I wave to one of the dragonborn translators. Uh, I got, uh, there it is. Lockdown looks at it. Esther looks at it, and they both can tell that it's the draconic word for work. Ooh. I can't find it. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything close to the word work. So Other than that, anything else in here worth relevance other than clockwork um, parts? The other thing he sees, and is this part in the cramped workshop? Uh, and then in a different corner of the room, a nearly completed clockwork librarian sits. With all the parts laying around on the floor and everything, if you want to attempt to finish 
work on the Clockwork Librarian. Sure. You're more than welcome to. Okay, what do I need to roll? I need an intelligence check with your tinkerer's tools. Okay. And Locked On is going to attempt to aid you. He does not. Okay. What about the one who turns the page? Is he able to aid? He is. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's going to be a 28. 28? Between you and the one who turns the page, it's almost like a well-oiled machine that's been pre-programmed. You guys don't even say anything. The one who turns the page just picks parts up, and it looks almost like he's picking them up at random, hands them off to Mercer, and Mercer's just like, ching 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 and it's just piece after piece after piece, and you are able to put together a fully functional clockwork librarian. Um, so just like the cloud golem and the war golem that you built before, the clockwork librarian uh, follows and obeys your commands. He's also going to follow and obey the commands of the one who turned the page mm -hmm. because of the aid. Yep. <coughs> um, so if you want to take a picture of the Clockwork Librarian stats. I'm going to have an army of constructs. <clears throat> Give me a second. And then I assume you go in and look in the workshop as well? Oh, yeah. As soon as you open up that door and you look in there, um, uh, the small room beyond contains the controls that allow an emergency override of the library's defenses. There's various gauges, buttons, and levers that are affixed to the panel, along with a single lever marked Emergency Override. And right off the bat, the one who turns the page walks up to Mercer and goes, No, 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 no. You hit any of those levers or buttons, all of the magic throughout the entire tower stops. And we begin to fall straight down to the ground. And Mercer just kind of looks at him for a second and just like gets the impression that he's contemplating something. Mm hmm. And then turns around and walks out. Mercer's not... Mercer's not silenced anymore. No. No, he's just like sitting there and he's like, you'll shut down the defenses. What's been kicking Mercer's butt for the last... <coughs> it's one of those moments where, like, does intelligence override anger? <laughs> Don't push big red butt. <laughs> but he turns around and walks out. Locked on, standing at the back. Okay. Uh, now. We're going to go. Nothing else left in here. Um, come on, C3. Um, really? And, yeah. C3. <laughs> 
yeah, I got, I got, I got Clockwork, or I got not Clockwork. I got Cloud Golem One. I got that. The, that was Bob. Yes, aka C One. Because you know, C. Then I got the Golem, the War Golem, Big Bob. Yep. BB Two. Yep. <laughs> and now I got C Three, aka Bob Three. <laughs> Army of Bobs. <laughs> yep. Gosh. So yeah. So oh, Marshall's like, oh, wait. Uh, it's probably faster to get back to the um the memory reservoir um going from the front than it is going through the back. Hmm. I can bend space. Remember? Yeah, but. And then we get, it takes us back to the front, and then we can make our way back to the memory reservoir with the dust. Versus walking all the way back through. Well, whatever you think. Well, I don't know how we're going to get there, but okay. Go back to the way we came. Except you're forgetting one little tiny thing. Not everybody can go with you. That's right. Um, okay. Long walk it is. Alright. You guys start to make your walk back through all the rooms. Are you going all the way back to the memory dust area? Mm-hmm. Alright. So you guys get back into that room. And... I look doing? for Lila Crookstand. Memory jar. Alright. After you look around for a little bit... Mercer keeps looking back for a moment and sees that thing of dust he threw on the ground so he can have his own jar. And it dawns on him, oh crap. Quickly goes and finds his jar. Okay, no, okay. Whew, that have been bad. Everybody keeps looking around and uh, it's actually Esther who finds a jar that says... Lila Krogstad on For a second there, I thought you were going to say that I threw Lila Krogstad on the ground. Oh, my God. Well, to be fair, when you first did it... I just grabbed a random all, one. Yeah, it was all funny. And then you said, watch that be the one that uh, we needed. Yeah. <laughs> you completely forgot that you did that, too. I did. Well, did. And then you said, this is on the... I'm like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> Well, let's put it in the jar so we can see what's going down. Esther. Yep. You want to pour the stuff into the basin? Doing it. Okay. So she pours it in, and you see this image of a a human woman who appears to be a uh, the ship's a ship's captain. Yeah. And she keeps holding up a piece of paper. It looks like. And on the page, you see a faint image of a dragon, but there's also little dots. Um, I'm not going to make you roll anything. You can tell it's some sort of, like, astral or cosmic dragon of some sort, and so it appears that she's on a quest to try to find this creature. And she keeps going and sailing and sailing, and... After several attempts, she finally finds her way to the western gate. But 
misery and terror finally catch up to her and her ship's crew and her ship go down and somehow she survived um at that point she made a point of drawing up a map of what happened and because of all of the stuff that happened there was a curse that applied to her and then transitioned into the map that she drew up and got rolled up and with a red ribbon which is what I have in my pocket Mm -hmm. (sighs) guess who gets to go free the demon us Dang it, I don't want to do that. Knockdown goes, wait, 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 hold on, back up. Free a demon? Yeah. You talking about the lady upstairs? Yeah, because yeah. the, the, the rolled paper we, we acquired? The one I pointed out to you. Well, I saw it before, I just was... No, but the one I walked up to and said, open this one. That's the map. That's the map to get to there. And it's cursed. Exactly. Son of a... But on the plus side, guess who's no longer going to be blue? This guy. Uh, I take it if this blue curse thing goes away, you're done with Lux? Or are you still going to try to bestow a curse onto her that you no longer have? Oh, I can still, still make her blue. That's fine. It's all how you word it. Okay. It's back. Esther. Mercer. You ready to go? Let's go. Mercer goes uh, wandering back through. He's like, at this point, we're, we're hosed anyway, so. Uh, anything you two need to do, do it now, because we're about to take on a demon. Mer- Mercer, at this point, he's he's... he's Got it in his mind that at this point this is what he has to do. So, be unblue first, <laughs> then uncurse the scroll. Then we, you know. I took down a leviathan. I stood toe to toe with a great worm, and nearly died from a library. <laughs> a super phantasmal, cosmic, radiating, magic, death-defying library. It's all in how you phrase it. And a mind sapping alien thing. Sucker alien creature yeah. thing. Yeah, we're not talking about that <laughs> one. <laughs> so yeah, we get we get all the way there. Mm-hmm. And before we get there, Celine Mage Armors. Mercer gets his cannon. As you guys go walking up to the room, uh, at least two rounds beforehand, Lockdown goes on the hammer and then as you guys get up to the door he shadow blade I ain't taking chances yeah and so as we're walking past Mercer Mm -hmm. kind of slows down a little bit because the corpse you know is there it's not like it's really been that long no it hasn't as we start walking past and everyone's getting up to the door come on okay I'm ready it was already dead. Boom! Extra dead. You're an idiot. Zabak, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing over there? All right. You sure? I'm fine. 
Oh man, she's out of it, man. This is bad, man. She was dumb to begin with. <sighs> so Mercer walks in. He goes, "Well, I got good news and I got bad news." <sighs> okay. What? Well, good news is we're probably gonna have. We're gonna. We're gonna free you. Bad news is. If you try to attack us, we're probably going to beat you unconscious. I Listen, I've already told you, if you set me free, I will remove any curses on anything that you need removed. All I want is to get out of here so I can go back and conduct my research. You're not going to have a problem with me ever again. That's fine. Okay. No. <sighs> Anyways... So, you. so we, so Mercer proceeds to either scratch the rune or whatever he has to do to free her. So he, how long does he take trying to do this? Well, first he just assumes it's a magic rune. So if he scratches out the part of the rune, it deactivates the magic. He starts scratching. Nothing's happening. Um, he goes over and. Blast one of the chains at the floor. Nothing happens. I would free you. I told you, you have to turn off the library. That's what's keeping me in here. Oh, can't do that though. I can't help you. The energies that are active are preventing me from using my abilities. <laughs> Mercer turns. And looks at the the one who turns the page. Uh, Can we just deactivate this room? No, the controls are all or nothing. Listen, if you actually intend on turning off the entire library, we will have moments, moments, before this entire tower crashes hundreds and hundreds of feet down into the ocean and kills everyone. Unless you have a way to escape the tower like that. Nope. I don't know what else to tell you. Are you able to fly? Is that something I... not? I know he can. He's got wings. I can levitate once. What about your floating little turtle friend here? He can help someone for about 20 feet and then they go. I'm just putting the facts out there to you. How do you want to do this? There's no way with any of the controls that we can just disable one room. Dean Torvaldi set it up as an all or nothing. Well, that was a poor design. Just say. How was it a poor design? It was pretty, well. Poor design. It might seem like a poor design, but at the time, it was also heavily fortified and protected until we made our way in here and destroyed the clockwork sphinx and librarians and everything else. It's only a poor design now because it's much easier to access. Well... I guess uh, you're screwed, and I guess our next mission is to go find a cleric. So, yeah. Sorry.
There was nothing else I saw on those panels. Panels. Oh, back in that room. Uh, no. <gasps> One last thing before I do this. Hmm. So, I'm going to try something real quick. So, while I'm still in that room, I'm going to firebolt the floor. Okay. Firebolt. You did that, didn't you? No, I firebolt the chain. Okay. I'm actually where where the circle is. I'm aiming for the circle now. Mm-hmm. Firebolt? Yeah. Spell worked. Nothing happens. Worth a shot. Everyone get ready. What are you about to do? I look at the lady and I go, Do not resist. Okay. Vortex warper. Nothing happens. Dang it. Every spell you've used in this room, I told you, nothing happens. Well, yeah, but, like, I assumed, like, that's why I was asking you if the spell was working. Like, if I could cast this, the spell. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, okay, I didn't describe it properly. When you go to cast the spell, at first it's working. The minute it goes inside of that circle, it dissipates. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I... That's what I was okay, discerning. Okay. I was discerning whether the magic was being... All you said was, I cast this. Okay, nothing happened. Well, that's why I said I cast in the, I cast at the circle. So if it was going to a circle, it'd go away. Okay. okay, so I wouldn't waste the spell slot to do that, right, knowing yeah, no. it doesn't work. What's the <coughs> chance that one of you has anti-magic? Like an anti-magic field? Um... Very slim. Look, it sounds like if you really, really, really are bent on this, despite what our clockwork friend here says, we may have to just do the unnecessary and hit it. I mean, we could do that, but then we, like you said, we have moments before we come crashing. So, I mean, don't know about you, but only a couple of us have the ability to Safely not die from falling. Um, everybody, give me an intelligence check. Mercer's good. Oh. Celine, maybe. Zabak and Esther didn't get it? Nope. Well, uh, Zabak obviously didn't get it because she only has a six. For an intelligence. Well, it's pot, depending on what your DC was, she could potentially roll a natural 20 and take the negative 3 and still get a 17. Fair enough. Uh, Celine got a 10. Okay, so Celine, no. Mercer but, got a uh, 20. Uh, 20 uh, it's just straight intelligence check, not a saving throw. Correct. Okay, so then 21. 21. Right. So Lockdown also remembers this. And Mercer remembers this too as Lockdown brings it up and goes, Wait, what was that? What was that? That, uh. Didn't you say something about having a, a, a stick or something that flies? Oh, yeah, the Ornithopter there. I can fit 
I can pull up to six people. One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, don't forget, Lockdown can fly. He's got wings. And his wings can fly faster than the ornithopter. Correct. And if need be, he could grab one... He could grab, like, Celine or Esther. Well, so here's the question. Hmm. Do we let this massive vault of knowledge come crashing down? Or do we just go and do... And get the help of a cleric? Well, this is that moment where you're at unstoppable force meets immovable object. You're either going to side with the unstoppable force and do what seems like to be the impossible... Or you're going to be the immovable object and just keep preventing the impossible from happening. Oh, yeah, Cleric, they can remove curses. But every time you've tried to leave this tower up to this point, there's never been a door to exit. (sighs) Oh, the one who turns the page. Here's our other dilemma. If you don't know of a door out of here... I have to pull that lever. I really, really hope you know what you're doing. Oh, trust me. I don't want to do it. I don't want to lose... There's great and vast knowledge here. I don't want to lose it. True. And you don't have another choice. Why? We have no way out. That's a solid, valid reason. I'm not sure why the door won't appear, but... I mean, otherwise, I would go f- I would go find a cleric. I can, I can get the exact same <coughs> thing from a cleric that she can do and not have to potentially fight the demon inside her body. <laughs> and she sits there, she goes, you know, I'm right here. You also have a giant demon in your body. For the most part, I have it under control. No. Shut up. Point proven. Do you want my help or not? Oh, I I do. Well, then you know what you need to do. Are you sure you want to do this? No. Like I said, do you know a door out of here? You give me an you give me another option out. I'm taking it. The only other door I'm familiar with is the one you used to come in, which is completely sealed. There's no secret door there. Okay, fine. Well, whatever preparations you feel like you need to do prior to doing this, you're going to put us into free fall. Just understand that. Yeah. Okay. Mercer walks over, goes... Lockdown goes, oh, wait, 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 wait. He said free fall. Give me that, give me that map. I'll stay in here so that when she's free, she can do her thing. And you do your best just to try to get back over to this area as quickly as you can. Mercer looks at, turns to Selene. I need a massive favor from you. Reaches into his bag, pulls out the cane. It's going to take an hour. You're going to attune to it. 
You're gonna go pull the lever and run back here. I got a curse to remove. <laughs> Blue map. <coughs> so he hands off the cane to Celine. Celine takes our attunes to our and thirty seconds later, she's over at the room. Okay, nothing happens. All right. There's a potential for every hour something happens. So. Correct. Okay. Um, and everyone else is in the room ready to go. Right. So, Celine is over here. Yep. Everybody else came into this room? Yep. Mercer's up close. Yeah, that's as close as he can get at the moment. That's fine. Does Esther and Zabak go in there? Mm-hmm. So, Mercer's like, so, as Celine's ready, mm-hmm. she sits there, she pulls the lever, mm-hmm. and deactivates, right? It deactivates. Everything immediately goes into free fall, so everybody is now as if they're under the effects of the levitation spell, yep. minus the ability to move up or down. Mercer, as as he does that with the book and everything, he pushes off to her, mm-hmm. and he's like, and has Locke right behind him. Right. Because now that that's all down, she's free, right? Yes. Quickly, get rid of the blue. And Lockdown's like, yeah, wait a minute. Map first. No, don't blue move. first. Take care of the map. Blue first. Uh, she goes, are you sure? Yes. Now. Give me your hands. Here. She takes hold of your hands. Yep. Her eyes begin to glow as you start to see this, like, the. it's almost like the blue turns to a black as it, le- as it gets to your hands. Mm-hmm. And it starts to just go into her. Yep. And she immediately starts to just scream. Bloody murder scream. And Mercer begins to feel some weird sort of like pain in his hands. Yeah. Like somebody's trying to pull his skin apart. Yeah. Everything for Mercer, everything goes poof. And he's now standing in an empty dark room as he hears doosh, doosh. And sees Lux looking down at him. <laughs> Hates you. She looks at Mercer and she goes, Did you really think it was going to be that easy? Yeah. You clearly have not learned your lesson. So maybe it needs to be taught differently. I will have my vengeance. Right at the end when you say that, it disappears. What everybody else sees (coughs) is the energy getting pulled away. There's a slight bit of a... As the physical connection between Mercer and Ibsena Mm -hmm. separates. (sighs) Mercer is no longer blue. He changes into a blue dragonborn. 
all you. You made this choice. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna need to do a race change on your character. Mercer is passed out for the time being. That's fine. <clears throat> Lockdown flies over and Absinna is just like, oh, that, that was something far worse than I've ever... That wasn't just a curse. That was something way worse. And Lockdown's just like, here, take care of this. Okay. She takes hold of the map, draws the curse out of it. The map is perfectly fine <coughs> and uh, about that time Celine has started to make her way back it's like what five feet around so hmm. oh yeah for the yeah. things so 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 so where's she Right now. She's flying back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 into this room. Um, what is uh, Zabak and Esther doing? Because they are now in free float. <laughs> really, that ticked off with me right now. <laughs> It well, jacks with everything that I like spells wise, but that, it happens. It's fine. It, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 how things go. Esther is too stunned by this turn of events to think of anything to do, and Zabak is too stupid to think of anything to do on her own. So she's just kind of like, "Oh, well, this is an interesting turn of events." Esther is completely just okay with seeing. Mercer get changed into a blue dragonborn. She's a little horrified. She's like, oh no. Locked on, what are we going to do, man? Uh, <coughs> it's a good question. Locked on grabs hold of Ibsena. He starts to fly and pulls her along. Pulls a rope out. Tells everybody else to grab hold of the rope. As he's now trying to pull everybody. Because when you're from free float levitating. You're basically weightless. Let me look here real quick. Mercer pulls everybody back over to where Celine is at, has them each quickly grab hold of the cane. You mean, uh, Locke? Locke pulls everybody. Correct, Mercer's out. Yeah, grabs everybody, pulls them along to where Celine is at, 
has them each take hold of the uh, the cane. Okay. And at this point, he's hanging on to Mercer because Mercer's out cold. Got it. Okay. And he goes, "We gotta find a way to wake this guy up. Then he can. Well, dang it, the Ben Spit. Jeez. Ah, well, the library defenses are down. So I." He turns Mercer around and goes, Hey, wake up! Wake up! As he starts trying to, like, gently smack Mercer's face awake. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, con? Hmm? Yeah, make a con saving throw. Uh, it's going to be uh, 11 at the moment. I'm trying to work out some details. Okay. We're going to say you wake up. You still have that Ben Space spell thing? Yeah. Celine, turn it around. Let's get back in that other room. Maybe he can open it up and get out of here a lot quicker. Why does my voice sound different? Uh, Trust me, your voice is way... Oh... Told you, you shouldn't have pissed off the great worm. Oh, she's going to regret this decision. Now look at the bright side. You're not a short little guy anymore. So he flies Mercer into the room really, really quickly. Yeah. And says, okay, you stay right here. And he puts you near one of the walls. Just Mm -hmm. hang on to that and get ready to open that up. I'm going to go grab everybody else and get them back over here. Where exactly are we? He puts Mercer right here at the north wall. Everybody else is like right here, just floating along on the stick. So while he's doing that, is it possible that Mercer can crawl into the, like, use his claws now to drag himself along the wall and get back into the room? Um, well, the claws don't... I mean, I'm not talking... I mean, they're not going to give me, like, you know, dig into the ground, but I can get, you know, I can get into, like, a little bruise well, and stuff. Well, yeah, anybody under the, the effects of Levitate can use the walls or anything around them yeah. to just kind of move around. So I, I quickly move in and try to throw the lever up. Oh, back in that? In mm-hmm. the... I was going to see. I don't know what's going to work. Give me a strength check. Well, I, I guess athletics check would be... I know you have like a plus two to. Uh... Well, I'm. I'm. We're gonna have. We'll have a discussion here after this. <laughs> I pissed somebody off. So that's going to be a five. I'm struggling with this. Can I get one more chance? Uh, yeah. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. You gotta push it back up and. <laughs> They're Doesn't all happen. still in free flow. Okay. Nothing happens. Yeah, he quickly hauls his butt back out there. Probably by the time they're all getting in there. Yep. And Lockdown's kind of trying to pull everybody along while they're on the ornithopter. So he's pulling the ornithopter along a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. He gets you guys all lined up into that spot and says, All right. Everything's shut down, so maybe this will work now. Bend space. You never said the word, though. 
I, I know, I know. I'm just messing with you at this point. Um, so the thing opens up, and now it's different. It looks more like just a passageway has opened up and created a door between that room and the main hall, rather than that weird sort of tunnel thing like what it was before. Mm-hmm. And you guys are able to just float right through as if it was a doorway leading into that room. And now you see the door from the main hall leading out of the tower. And Lockdown's just like, get on your ornithopter thing. I'll see if I can't pull us out of here. I'm on it. Um, How many people are on there now? It's... You can only have six total. So it's everybody except for Zot. Well, uh, Locke's going to have to carry someone because we have the lady with us. And she still has work to do. She's not getting away. Okay, so then Locke will grab Ibsenia and Ibsena then to make sure she doesn't get away. Good. <coughs> and then everybody else is able to float. You guys get through the door, and from there you simply start to descend down five feet around to the ocean. And locked on, it's kind of float, kind of flying there, sort of in a circle around you guys, and goes, Mercer, hand me that bottle. I'll go get the ship ready to go. Takes the bottle. He starts to descend down faster, and Senna's just like, what? what about this? Shut up. And that's where we're going to call it for tonight. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.